because it is budget week this week in New Zealand. And a column was written in the Herald yesterday by Liam Dan. He's the New Zealand Herald business editor at large. And, and I, I thought it was an excellent piece. And he's talking about this being the warm Milo budget. And there were reminiscences back to the mother of all budgets in 1991. In fact, that's where we're going to pick things up with Liam Dan, who joins us now, New Zealand Herald business editor at large. Liam, good afternoon. How are you doing? Good, good. Hi, guys. How are you doing? So in your piece, you, you took us to your kitchen in, yes, yeah. in 1991. For people who didn't read it, take us back there. What was going on in the kitchen yeah. with that budget? Well, I was, we were, we were, I was gathered around. I was, I was a student in my, uh, in my second year, and I, um, I watched as, um, you know, there was many things that got slashed and burned in the 91 budget that they call the mother of all budgets. But um, for me, it was, the, it was the student allowances went and um, fees went up and they introduced student loans. And I just sat there doing the maths and working out how much poorer I was going to be over the next few years. Um, and, you know, I, I was thinking back to that, of course, because it just felt like the opposite of where we are now. And, and, and for anyone over 40, really, to remember back to those budgets, um, that really changed lives. You, you, you tuned into the TV uh, and and just hoped that there wasn't going to be anything that totally uh, turned your life upside down. Because you also talk about how Muldoon he'd have mini budgets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I mean, th- there's an element of a budget that is like a bit of a state of a nation, the nation address. Uh, so, I mean. Uh, in those days, they really were revealing, you know, the big policy changes could could just come out overnight, and and there was tax changes and, and things that really shook things up. But in the wake of that, in the in the mid nineties, they brought through these budget responsibility rules. So so nowadays, um, budgets are um, the numbers are less of a surprise, the the policies are less of a surprise, and um, but but it's still got that that element that I think Rob Muldoon loved about it, which is you get to stand up. Uh, on the telly, admittedly, in the afternoon nowadays, instead of prime time, and um, you know, share your vision for the economy, and that's what uh, obviously Grant Robertson's going to be doing this Thursday, I guess. Um, Liam, you referred, you referred to, and you're, you're talking about the, the terrifying nature of Ruth Richardson's budget. Um, <laughs> apart from the uh, well, the announcement that the government's going to in- increase its target debt range um, from 20% to a range of 15 to 25%, is there going to be anything in this uh, budget? Do you think that'll frighten the horses? No, I don't. I don't think so. There's been uh, bits and pieces of spending. Look, you know, so so the the thing that makes this one historic is is Grant Robertson and uh, and the government. I guess are talking up. It is the well-being budget, and um, that's that's their focus. It's and it's all about sort of um, long-term uh, change in the way they do things. Because <clears throat> um, uh, you know, I, I've spoken to cynics will say, well, you know, the spending part of a budget, the bit where they spend more money, is always well-being. But um, this is based on a on a framework that's sort of treasury has been working on for a long time and it's meant to um, uh, bring the environmental social cultural aspects of, of life generally the things that make us happy um, up, up to the fore and in line with the um, the fiscal stuff the numbers so that's that's the big change everyone's looking for and this is think- why you're calling it the warm milo budget yeah, it just felt like just the absolute opposite of what we sort of got in '91, and, and probably for for older people, they could remember similar similar times in the ups and downs of New Zealand's economy when there was a real, you know, there, there was some really tough budgets. Um, and so, it, look, <clears throat> partly because of 
good fiscal management across both parties over the last uh, ten years or so. It's it's not it, it, we're not in a position where it has to be a shocker. They've got a little bit of money to spend. Um, they've got a little bit more money to spend, largely because they um, haven't managed to spend what they promised to spend last year for various yeah. reasons. Uh, so so there's that. But um, you know, and, and look. There is the warm fuzzies, and I'm not trying to say that uh, this government's necessarily that cynical, but I'd say in line with normal political cycles, you'd just expect to see a bit more spending in the election year. So I reckon they'll be pretty cautious this year, and and, and going to election year, surprise, surprise, there'll be a little bit more um, uh, to to look forward to. You sort of stole my thunder earlier on when you were talking about the critics of it, because I I am deeply suspicious of just offering offering a a sort of branding around well-being, because I would always think that that when a government is running the country, it should be about the well-being of the country, which is i.e. you, me, and everyone else. Um, but I guess, you know, is the question, um, especially around the changing of these, uh, the, the, how much the government's going to borrow, isn't the question as, as to how they're going to spend it? Because if it's going to be, if the extra money, if they're going to make announcements around uh, employment and productivity, you know, building an infrastructure, that's something that might be harder to resist. Whereas if they're just going to extend the debt limit and announce a budget where they're going to give more handouts, that would certainly be a bit more scary for, for people, wouldn't it? Or open them yeah, up to I, more I, criticism. I so, um, I mean, you can argue the toss on the on the debt limit, and it was self-imposed, and they've gone from 20 to potentially 25% of, you know, uh, debt to GDP. And um, <clears throat> so that, that, that we, we work out at about $15 billion a year. Um, but, you know, people would be less worried about that if they were sure that it was going into things that were going to be a return on um, investment. So, you know, things like infrastructure, you know, roading and and, and so on. Um, Governments tend to... uh, call the stuff they they borrow for, um, uh, yeah, the, the infrastructure stuff and the stuff they spend the tax money on the well-being stuff. But I mean, it's a bit arbitrary in the end, really. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I think you know, look, Grant Robertson is still very fiscally minded. He's talked about the um, uh, you know the, the the slowdown in the economy and whether you blame the government for that or the global conditions, uh, the slowdown this winter. Um, and so he's he's um, he's certainly very he is cautious. There's a hint of that sort of Bill English mm. um, saving money for a rainy day about him. Um, so, so I don't think they'll go over the top, despite the, the pressure that they have from some on the left, even of their own party. Yeah. Well, of course, Bill that. English Bill English might be listening to the budget and thinking that the whole well-being is uh, sort of robbed. Just a rebranding of him talking about the social investment he was looking forward to, which <laughs> he never got to implement. Yeah, I mean, but, it, 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 well, it, in fact, the framework for the well-being budget was developed in 2011. Under Bill English and by Treasury, but it, so what? Grant Roberts and I'm still kind of struggling to get my head around it. We have to see it in action. Yeah. But I've heard Grant Robertson speak about this a lot. Yeah. He talks about it like a, a modern company report, where you've got all the the other sort of storytelling about what mm. the company's doing and stuff in the report. Now that doesn't completely reassure me because that does look like pretty slick yeah. branding stuff. Um, and and the analysts and the brokers will go straight to the numbers anyway. Yeah. Sure. Look, but, um, mm. look uh, yeah. conversations like this are never any fun unless you offer a little prediction. I mean, Grant Robertson's sort of uh, softened up fun. on the whole fee-freeze, fees-free <laughs> thing. If you've got any predictions, just take a, take a stab so we can throw it back at, at you in a week's time. <laughs> um, oh, look, I think I think it sounds like the, the big money's going to be some stuff around, um, you know, uh, mental health, uh, you know, that kind of inve- investment in the mel- uh, health sector. Um, it'll, it'll, it, it's, it's not going to be, there's not much there for business that we can think of. You know, like I, I think maybe there'll be, uh, there could potentially be a development of the um, you know tax credits for R and D, something like that. But um, I, you know I, I think it is um, 
going to largely be on the well-being side. And but yeah, look, I'm scratching my head about what the big one might be. But I think um, you know they keep talking about uh, mental health and that kind of end of it. So I, I think it will be mental health and health where they spend a bit more money. Yeah. Um, there's some talk there might be some more there for uh, Kiwi Rail, which won't thrill a lot of them. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, chestnut. Yeah, yeah, but um, it seems to soak up money. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, look, I, I, I'm pretty sure there isn't a massive surprise in there in this one. You know, I just that, want that way. name. I, I, I mean, I hated the mother of all budgets, but, but I yeah. like, I like the name. So maybe the warm Milo budget will stick. Um, you came up with it. I'll probably take credit for it at some point if it does stick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But well, it'll uh, shock us. But yeah. I, 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 I doubt it. I think this is <laughs> okay. this is the one. It's meant to keep us, uh, keep us cozy and safe and comfy and and, and full of well-being. So yeah, we'll see well, how he goes. <laughs> thank you very much for your time. It's New Zealand Herald business editor at large. Liam Dan.